I do. And I don't. And it's another beautiful Monday. Wherever you are, the sun is shining. There is not a cloud in the sky. And it's I do and I don't show. But it's just called I do and I don't. (laughs) Every time you say that, I think, show what? Podcast show. I do and I don't show. You're showing. I do and I don't show my genitals to strangers (laughs) on the bus. That's so good. I'm really happy to hear that. Not yet. Um, So we're here to answer your questions, which are hopefully marriage questions, hopefully marriage advice, but hey, we'll settle for relationship questions at this point. I'm just wondering if this might be an indicator of our actual demographic. Because Doesn't matter, Kat. The show is I do and I don't. <laughs> it's for marriage advice. Joel is stubborn. Um, I want to give marriage advice because I've never been married and I feel like if you're from the outside looking in, you can give better advice than people who are probably having their own tumultuous marriage. Mm-hmm. And all they're going to do is they're going to sit there and go, oh yeah, this does suck. Uh, you know, yeah, my wife's like that too or my husband's like that too. And they're just going to... Um, complain and not really be able to see the forest for the trees me you know i've got my is it called like a 90 foot view what is that phrase i don't know i've never heard this before you i have this view that's got this wide angle you know i can 50 foot view anyway i've got this view Mm -hmm. right i can see the whole all these uh, the relationships all the marriage everything they're doing wrong and i can fix it sorry i'm stuck on i can see the whole I can see all the holes and what to do with them, <laughs> and uh, I can fix all the marriages because I've never been uh, bogged down in one of them. Unlike you, you've been bogged down. I've been bogged down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that I would describe it as such, but yes, I've been in long-term relationships. I also marry people for a living. Mm-hmm. I'm a wedding officiant, so I see a lot of people entering into marriage. But I hate to tell you this. We have an episode with three questions that have nothing to do with married life, however, mm. In answering and resolving all of them, they could lead to marriages. Ah, so what What I think we need to draw a line in the sand now, and we have to say, if you ever get married, having, after we've answered one of your questions, which can be sent to I do and I don't show at gmail.com, please let us know. Mm-hmm. Um, don't invite me to the way I don't want to go. But no, we won't come to your we're wedding. Not gonna, we don't want to be there. I could officiate your wedding. Yeah, you... Kat will do that, but I don't want to have anything to do with it. I don't support it, and I and I don't. Uh, <laughs> that's not true. But no, I want to hear. We we want to hear uh, that it's only because of I do and I don't show that you got married. That we are married. <laughs> that's going to be really unlikely, I'm guessing. Well, it's maybe take a you know it'll take a while. Mm-hmm. You know, it might be like three yeah. years if we're still still doing the show in three years. Um, which, uh, as long as you don't give me any coconut chocolate should happen, um, (laughs) then we should have, uh, some people hopefully who, you know, we fix their problem enough that they, that they end up happily ever after. They got married. Aw, that would be nice. So again, I do and I don't show at gmail.com. Send us questions. If you guys are, if you're in a rocky relationship right now and you're going, these people probably know what they're talking about. Uh, 
send us those questions so that we can save your relationship, so you can get married, so that we can answer your marriage questions because you're definitely going to mm-hmm. be screwing that up too. And you married people out there, you can send us your questions without any fear that your husband or wife or partner is ever going to know that it was you because we will protect your anonymity. Oh, yes. So what happens is Kat gets the questions. Mm-hmm. I don't even look at these things. I'm not no. interested. And she studies for ages. She reads whole books just so that she can talk about codependency. And she uh, comes here with uh, armed with these questions, armed with the answers. And, uh, and then I just uh, give the best advice anyone could imagine, just straight from the hip. Straight from the hip. So... So let's go with a question there, Kat. Shall we? Shall we get mm-hmm. into it? Mm-hmm. Okay, question number one. When is the right time slash how do I ask the person I've been dating to take it to the next level and, and be my married. girlfriend? Oh. <laughs> That's a good question, though. Do people have that conversation? It's the stupidest question I've ever heard on this show. And we talked about a woman who was worried about getting <laughs> pregnant. <laughs> or not getting or what? pregnant. Yeah, listen, episode two. Three. Whatever. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying attention, okay? This is literally when can I ask someone to go steady? Well, like to – that is a talk. And I can tell you as a person who is somewhat in a relatively new relationship. Mm-hmm. I'm not somewhat in the relationship. I'm wholly in the relationship, <laughs> but it is somewhat, somewhat new. new. There is that moment where you're like, okay, do we need to ask? Like, is this a thing? Are we are we using titles? Are we going to call each other boyfriend and girlfriend? Do you prefer the term partner? Are we calling each other anything? Are Ugh. we going to change our status on Facebook? Ugh. This is an anxiety-provoking moment. It's, I still haven't had this conversation. It, and you know what? Nor should you. Nor should I? Okay. I just it's gave the him the keys. Thing. <laughs> that was it. Yeah, you could be like, you know, I, it, look, that's a thing where it's just like, hey, I want you to be able to have access to my house anytime you want. Here's a key or whatever. Um, I've got a, a code lock, so I can uh, change that in a heartbeat. <laughs> <laughs> that's the wiser way to do it. You don't have to get new keys every time. But, um, you know, wh- I hate that. Uh, conceptually, um, I think it's a stupid conversation to have. Tell me why. Because it, it should be more organic than that. Okay. All right? So it's almost like, it's not almost like, it's like if you and him are both on the same page where you're like really feeling connected and you're really loving all the time you're spending together and you're really enjoying the relationship, things are going to naturally grow. Mm -hmm. You're going to be closer. They're going to be there all the time or not or whatever, you know, however the dynamic uh, kind of organically grows, that's going to happen. There's, there shouldn't be a moment where you're like, so what are your intentions with this? Like, why? Like, so what are we doing? That should be clear. By that it should I mean, be. Or, and at least mutual, if it's not going that direction, mm-hmm. like if you're like, hmm, uh, so what is, what is this? Because I'd like it to be this. And the other person is like, uh, I thought we were just doing that. You know, the conversation isn't going to change that. No, of course not. So just like... 
let it organically unfold. Because if you're not on the same page, you're going to know, right? You're going to know. Like, if you want to be spending a lot of time together and, like, introducing each other to all your most important people, yeah. and one of the people in the scenario is resisting that, they're probably not actually all that seriously interested. And, like, it's... It, it, in this, the question is written and and presented in such a formal way. Mm-mm. When do I have a conversation and say... Will you be my girlfriend? Will you be my girlfriend? <laughs> like, it's, you're 14 <laughs> years old, you know. You shouldn't be listening to this you, podcast. Do you want to, do you want to wear the, my, the jacket, you know, the, my letter jacket my letter or whatever, jacket. you know. Can we go steady? Can we go steady? It's so stupid. Um, just enjoy the relationship. And you can, you can definitely say like, man, uh. I love spending time with you. I, I love how this is growing. Like you can talk about the relationship mm. and, and where it is. And if the other person is just like, yeah, it's nice. You know, like you get those vibes. And, yeah. I, and, I, and I really do hate the idea of like, oh, you don't know what's happening. So you have to tiptoe around things and walk on eggshells. I'm not saying don't uh, broach the subject as it were. Don't like talk about things or express your feelings. But there's no reason to be like, what are we? what are we you're human beings and you're spending time together and you're enjoying each other or maybe you're not like are we exclusive okay so what if this person is just a bad writer and they didn't necessarily mean when can i call them my girlfriend and they actually meant like what are the signs i need to see to know that we can level up because i made a whole checklist is what on earth is level up well like you know take it to the next level Stop, okay. Stop smirking at level me. Level up. <laughs> so, <laughs> like, like, level like, you up. know, you start hanging out with someone, you're sleeping together, you sometimes go out in public, mm-hmm. and then eventually you start dating more regularly, and, like, you know, these are, like, different levels that you're hitting. Yeah. You are introduced to the friend group. The friend group, or you're not. Um, or, yeah. <laughs> um, so, I, I don't know. I You made a checklist. Yeah, I have a couple markers. All right. <laughs> so you could humor me and I can read them. So I feel like you kind of need to know what someone is like as they experience various emotions. Mm. Right? But what are you saying with that? You're saying, because you're, you're, do you need to know that before you... Um... Decide to get more serious? Oh, okay. So, okay. So that's, this is the angle we're going on. So, yeah. sorry, I was barely listening. So it was, <laughs> we're not saying what you, how you need to uh, attach, like, the, the subject, attack the subject. We're saying, what are the hints for you to say? Yeah, maybe I when can. Is it, when is it I healthy or safe here. for you to? Yeah. Okay, move I can forward. invest okay. here and move forward. Uh, if you particularly need to know how they handle stress, mm-hmm. right? Uh, it would be good to have a good sense of their fighting style. And I'm not mm-hmm. talking like kung fu, I mean. Mm-hmm. The slapping. <laughs> or lack of slapping. Because usually they aren't. By the way, usually they're not going to know kung fu. No. So usually they're just going to put their shoulder, their their elbows by their sides, and flap their hands at you. Like and a T Rex. They'll be like a T Rex, but not like T Rexes have claws, and they actually like seem to use them. They're just going to have limp hands that they flap up and down and with their forearms. Okay. Yeah, that's typically how they're going to fight. Okay. So if you haven't seen that yet, don't. Don't. Ask, don't give them your letter jacket. No, don't, don't, don't have them wear your ring. Right. Or your pin or whatever the kids do these days. Um, in what ways do you compliment each other, your personalities? Yeah, like, oh, you've got great hair, baby. 
<laughs> yeah, you're. I love the way you did that thing with your eye makeup that goes off to the side of your face <laughs> for some reason. So it looks like it's a longer eye. Like, what's the what's the goal there? Not paying compliments. How oh. your personalities complement each other. Oh, like, oh, you stink, but you've got so much soap that now. Sort of, yeah. Sort those of aren't like personalities that. things. Yeah. I think you should know how you feel both with and without them around. Mm. <laughs> Just like a blank. How would you not there. know that? Like, it's like, take- I don't know how I'm feeling right now. <laughs> you just have to take note of it. Okay. Is there Write a sense of relief when they're not around? <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm having a great day. Why is, oh. <laughs> it's important to know that. If you feel like, you know, you are enjoying your time but are still kind of thinking of them and missing them, that's mm, important too. That's a good, good sign. How do they inspire you? Mm. How do they behave towards other people or talk about the other people in their life? Because you said before, people are always on their best behavior in the early stages of relationship. So what cues are you picking up by the way they interact with others? What is this thing where uh, the way you treat your mom? Oh, that's a huge one. Yes. Typically, if a man has a bad relationship with his mom, it makes... It can indicate that he's not going to be great. Yeah, like what if the what if their mom is just like a nightmare? Oh, she sucks. Yeah, she's like, like a just horrible a mom. horrible person. Yeah. And by the way, I am not saying that if my mother does listen to this podcast, I am not saying that about my mom. <laughs> <clears throat> but I'm saying like there are those scenarios where it's just like somebody is just a horrible person. And you're just like ah, they're just an idiot, or I don't yeah. want to talk to them ever again. Yeah. They're, they're some moms are really me. challenging. Yeah, so like that's fine. But even that, like you could. You could take note of the fact that he's managing his own boundaries while still being mm-hmm. pleasant to his mm-hmm. mom or has made the conscious choice to cut off his mom from his life right. instead of like being abusive and angry towards her. Right. I don't know. There you go. I, I, is it the same with women? Like what's her relationship like with her dad? Does that indicate you never that she's going to be like, I know. You never hear that. Um, but you hear the daddy issues thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. I mean, I guess our parents. But that's do not necessarily inform. a negative in relationship, from what I understand. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> you want that desperate person. Oh dear God. <sighs> um, oh, and then how do you feel about their friends? Do you like mm, their friends? Oh, that's a such a strong indicator. If this person has the worst friends, you know, just pieces of garbage bad attitude like if you have a friend that you're like this is a lovely person all their friends are always strung out on drugs in flop houses you know and they're just like they're just like it's just like why are these they and if and i hate this when people go but they're i've been friends with them since high school yeah Mm -hmm. give up give up on it there's no there's no value in maintaining this friendship end it that's right or in your case break up with this person don't, or at least don't ask them to go study because... Yeah, maybe it, don't get serious with someone whose friends you can't stand because yeah. those people are eventually going to be flopping on your couch. That, and uh, they will potentially influence your friend mm-hmm. or... To I become mean, a hard drug user. <laughs> right, Joel? To become a hard drug... Is that what you're saying? <laughs> That's exactly what I'm saying. So, um, but also, you know, they'll get into all sorts of scrapes because, you know, those drug addicts, 
they always get into scrapes. Mm-hmm. You know, they're always doing all these zany antics. <laughs> they're doing the Viennese and they're, you know, breaking into cars and they're, you know, doing the uh, ODs, you know. And their friend, your your sweetheart, who is above all that, like she's not into the drugs, but she's there. Mm-hmm. She's in the getaway car. Yeah, She's going, I couldn't leave them alone. They're my oldest friends, you yep. know. This is an idiot. Don't date them <laughs> seriously. Okay. Yeah, it's important to at least appreciate your significant other's friends. And can we step uh, back to one of your earlier points, which is to know a person when they're stressed and to mm. all that kind of jazz. Yeah. Um, one thing that I've heard as a, as advice, um, and Bill Murray said it, I think, to a married couple that was getting married or something like that. But um, I wonder if we should uh, do this before we even say, will you go steady in a formal presentation, PowerPoint, <laughs> the whole thing, you know? It's like, these are the things that I think we look at, click. We have um, pie chart. We've got uh, our, the way we compliment each other. You said I had nice hair the other day. <laughs> click. Um, <laughs> but uh, travel, because that's kind of yes. like the hop, I wanted to say hot box, but that's not the right word. <laughs> What's with you in the box? That's all these drugs. That's another drug button. thing. That's like a hot, yeah, like you're in the, potato. in a small confined. Hot tamale. It's in the hot tamale. <laughs> and you are the two ingredients in this hot yes. tamale. There's another phrase I'm looking for. It's like you're in a very confined uh, under the microscope. Anyway, who cares? The point <laughs> is that you're in this situation where you're, um, you know, all sorts of things are going to come up. Yeah, that's actually on my next checklist for the next question. Okay. So I kind of jumped ahead, but... Good instincts, though. (laughs) Thank you. If you're trying to be like me, I mean. (laughs) What does that mean? You're (laughs) instinctual? (laughs) Sometimes. Have we touched on that? Um, But yeah, so if you, uh, you know, let's say... um, And I'm not talking about, like, let's go to a resort. Because mm-hmm. that's just getting on a plane yeah, and going down to Mexico travel or Cuba. Travel somewhere where someone's going to get the shits. Travel somewhere where you might you might die. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, like Alaska, like maybe Hamilton. some areas. <laughs> <laughs> Detroit, <laughs> Hamilton. I love Detroit. South Central Los Angeles. Is that still a scary place? I don't know. Okay. It's probably gentrified at this point. But um, travel somewhere dangerous. Uh, an Amazon. The Amazonian jungle, but not like where all the animals are that are going to kill you, but where the fire is, you know, go somewhere where death is imminent and save each other's lives. That's going to bring you together. Hell's to the end. By the way, uh, well, maybe you're, maybe uh, again, this might be in question number two, but um, when you travel, you really connect, you really create stronger bonds. Like mm-hmm. if, if you get through the emotional uh, turmoil of traveling, which by the way, traveling is garbage. So people shouldn't do it in general, but if you can <laughs> <What>? get through, <laughs> that's not, it's not going to be a popular opinion. I know. I need, I think you need to qualify. Cause everyone's statement. going, Ooh, we should travel. Ooh, we, it's so important to travel. What do you do? You, you pack, you have too much stuff. You want to bring more stuff than you can. You have to pack it into a little box because Planes don't let you bring a lot of stuff. And by the way, you don't want to carry it anyway Mm -hmm. because it's just too much work. So you pack in not enough stuff. You're never prepared. You get into a plane or any sort of travel. It's all garbage. You have to drive hours and you're having to pay attention to the road. You take a bus. Like where are you going to the bathroom on a bus? 
that's not going to be a good experience. And it's, you know, small seats, same with the plane and all the ear popping and the, you know, pressure and everything like that. You can't sleep. You got a woman sitting beside you. She puts her feet sort of into your area. That happened to me. Um, it's horrible, right? Bare feet, cat. Bare feet. Do you have a thing with bare feet? Well, I, I don't have a fet. Like I'm, I don't have a fetish or something. I'm saying it was, it's just gross. You like don't do that. Like the strange woman's bare feet. Yeah, you just don't do that. Space? Yeah, no, that's not cool. So these are the types of things you're going to be confronted with. And then you get to whatever your destination is. And chances are no one speaks the language. Mm-hmm. So you're completely lost. And you have to, you know, Well, everyone somehow. would speak the language except for you. No one speaks the best language, English. <laughs> and so you're in a place where everyone, you know, no one's really taking care of their lives properly because if you're going to do something for yourself in this world, it's learn English, right? Those are the best people. Not just people that speak English, people that learn it because it's the world. It's, can we face it? It's the universal language now. Oh, God. I thought that was math. No, it's music. But then the second <laughs> part. <laughs> but only English <laughs> The music. second one is English. Um, so you're in a foreign country. Now you have to uh, find your way around. That's insane. And you're less comfortable than you would be in your own home. You know, maybe the hotel's good. Maybe it's not. You know, maybe you stay in an Airbnb. Maybe that's good. Maybe Have it's not risky. Have you traveled No. Okay. <laughs> I haven't traveled nearly a enough. A little bit. A little bit. Though, but I, honestly, Where's the craziest place you've ever been? Then you're walking around like Rome, for instance. You're walking around Rome. It's way too hot, you know, and you're just, like all these smells of cigarettes and busy streets and I didn't care for it you know lineups all these line if anywhere you want to go there's going to be lineups to mm-hmm. you know experience these things it's just like I'm just hot and I'm tired and then I have to go eat something all this food is weird you know it's not even like normal food that you're used to and and then you have to try to figure out how to order it it's not worth it so you hate traveling is what we can conclude here I want to do more and uh, <laughs> interesting. That's just because, like, I really enjoy photography, and uh, it gets boring to take pictures of the same place you are all the time. Based on the last ten minutes, I would really say that it's probably very good for you to do things that challenge you beyond your comfort zone. Why? Well, you seem to be hanging on very tightly to the lists of why you shouldn't do things. Well, th- these are just uh, observations that I've made. Traveling is. Uh, stupid and it's uh, BS. But the fact that it's so challenging is such a nightmare. Bring along a significant other, and then you're going to see what they're worth. Mm-hmm. You sure. know, and if you guys can get through that ni- nightmare, absolute nightmare of Rome or Paris or you know the Amalfi Coast, <laughs> if you can get through that absolute nightmare, <laughs> you can get through anything. You can get the Eiffel Tower. It's not worth it. I would. I would love to try to get through the nightmare of the Amalfi Coast. Oh my goodness. I cut my toe on a rock. Maybe we should start like a uh, GoFundMe so that we can do a live recording from the, <laughs> from the Amalfi, Amalfi Coast. Coast. And I can let you all know if Joel's oh losing my goodness. his mind. I'm not sure how much money we're going to raise, but our 50 view, uh, listeners. Um, <laughs> <laughs> With deep, deep pockets. But anyway, so travel, give it a shot, mm-hmm. and maybe you will um, learn something about that other person. And then you'll have those memories, which are going to actually make you even tighter. And then when you uh, um, finally ask that person to go steady, 
This is a good question, though. It is a good question. And no, you not that. The question I was about to ask oh. you. <laughs> right, okay. I'm never... D- Never think that the question that someone else asks is the one I'm yeah, saying. Sorry, <laughs> listeners. You'll never get that from Joel. But this is a good question that I just thought of. Who is paying for the trip um, prior, like even ever in a relationship? Like, are guys paying for women to go on to travel with them, or is that just sugar babies? I think that's just sugar daddies that are doing that. I think, you know, in most relationships, people kind of split the costs. Maybe if one partner is earning more money, they pay for more of the trip. I'm, I don't know. I haven't traveled in a very long time. I just like if anyone ever suggests, oh, let's go over here, over there. I'm like, what? What is, is this? Is this a, uh, are you going to pay for me? Uh, no. <laughs> when you say let's go. Are you paying for me? <laughs> no, but is, is this just like, you know. Who, what's the what are the expectations? I never know as far as traveling when things are like depending on where you are in the relationship or you know. Well, this leads us really nicely into our next question. I Let's think. do it. How do we know when it's the right time to move in together? That's the full question. That's it. <laughs> Sometimes people don't mince words, and I really appreciate that. So this person hasn't even given us a scenario. Just when do we know? When is it the right time to move in together? When is it the right time? Well, I I feel like it, yeah, I mean, I know you prepare these, so there's a continuation from the first question. Yeah, because we were talking about who's paying for the trip, but that's like one of the first things. Can you sit down and talk with each other about finances? Ooh, yes. Have you decided how that would be divvied up in your household? Have you been transparent about your own financial situation and any debt that you are carrying? This whole, um, like you're talking about these finances, very tricky because, you know, if let's say one person owns the home and the other person's moving into mm-hmm. that previously owned home, um, very quickly, you know, if you've lived there for, I don't know if it's three months or six months, there's a common law sort of aspect. Common law is three years. In three Canada. years? Yeah. But there still is there still is some sort of a um, there's a legal precedent that if mm-hmm. you have an established relationship before you move in together, that it would be much sooner than three years. But so there's something going on there. But mm-hmm. figure it out. Mm-hmm. I obviously be, don't be know clear. What the answer is. Be clear on common law status, and have that financial conversation for yeah. sure. Um, have you had a conversation about children, raising children, having children? Because moving in. Do you need that conversation to move in? Well, yeah. I guess the the question is to the individual: What is the goal of the of moving, the moving in? in? Because right. does every is every moving in moment a leading to? Uh, well, you'd think that no one would waste their time moving in with someone if it wasn't going to be like a very long term thing. And this is it. I think some people do move in just to see how it goes, and I think that's the worst. But also, could there even be another scenario where someone's moving in just to have someone that they like in, you mm-hmm. know, where they're just like, I know this isn't going to last forever, but this is a nice... For right now. Nice for right now, the two of us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's wintertime. We don't want to go out. We don't want to drive <laughs> back and forth all the time. Let's We're just... become shut-ins together. You know, I would keep the other apartment. Yeah. You know, always maintain that other apartment. Um, And that's why giving someone the keys is a nice compromise. Don't put them on a lease. Give them a drawer. Give them a set of keys. Yeah. 
let them have some space for a toothbrush. Mm. Yeah, but I think, you know, uh, you first of all, you should be totally clear about why you want to live together. Yeah. What, do you, are you taking it to the next level in terms of commitment to one mm-hmm. another? I keep seeing, saying taking it to the next level. I think maybe that will be the episode name. For do this. you just want somebody to clean the apartment? Yeah. Are you looking for someone to cook for you every day and help you pay the rent? Mm-hmm. Is it like financial convenience? Because that to me is like not a great scenario no. in which to be moving in together. Mm-hmm. I think it has to be bigger. So yeah, I do think the conversation about kids is important. What do both people want? Um, are you both able to collaborate and compromise on your approach to parenting? If there are already kids in this scenario, how does that factor in? Right. Uh, how important is marriage to each person? Mm-hmm. Um, does one partner eventually want to do this? Right. Right. Uh, have you met each other's families? Mm, pointless. <laughs> is that one pointless? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Um, it depends, of course, on the, uh, well, have we ever had a question about family? You know, each person is going to care about their family to varying degrees. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you don't necessarily have... If the if one person's like, look, it, one day you may meet my family and you may see them once a year, if that, don't worry about them. I'm not that interested in them. You know... That's fair. Then don't worry about meeting anyone's family. But if the other person's like, I... Love my family. I'm all about my family. You've got to meet my my family's actually going to come over every <laughs> other day, you know. And you know, I'm moving in, but you basically my family's moving in. You know, like they're all going to be there. It's my dream to live with my mother when my when she's too old to take care of herself. Right. Or like, you come home and you're just like, why are half of your cousins here playing? <laughs> Stra- um, Strung risk. out on our sofa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why are all your friends, drug addict cousins here? <laughs> um, so, the, yeah, I guess that is a family is important if it's important, but then again, it's. If it's not important, it's, it's not, not important. important. Yeah. Um, are you both aware of how frequently each other would like to have sex? Who, uh, have sex, <laughs> yeah. Well, if they're regular, right? Like if someone's always pooping, uh-huh. um, you know. Will that give you a chance to poop? Are there two washrooms mm-hmm. in the house? Important. Um, also, like, what is the hygiene after? Like, I have a bidet attachment, <laughs> and it's changed my life. I I love talking about it because it's so important. Is that like a step below a bidet fetish? You're just attached to it. Okay, I don't know what a bidet fetish is. <laughs> I'm a bidet. I have a bidet attachment. It's well, not hold on. Like full scale. What is a bidet fetish? <laughs> it's like you know you enjoy. Having your parts thoroughly rinsed. As How a is sexual, that a fetish? Is a sexual experience. Like, ooh, How is anything ooh. a fetish? Okay. Okay. So people get off on it. <laughs> Some people do. Okay. I don't have that. <laughs> now, I, this is so weird because now I'm like, I have to be clear that I'm not getting off. <laughs> it's just an attachment. I just have point. a slight attachment to it. I, you know, a bit of an attraction, a bit of an attachment. Um. But it really has changed my life. If anyone is out there and they they hate doing number twos and they hate toilet paper and it's the worst experience of their life. And I think I've lost you, Kat, but <laughs> <laughs> get a bidet attachment. I was actually just thinking it sounds more like love than sex, really, your relationship to the bidet. Yeah, it's not a sexual thing. It's changed just in a life. very emotional <laughs> bidet attachment. Get a bidet attachment, hot and cold if you can. and Cold? Well, it's it's you have usually they're just cold. Oh, Lord. so if you can get the hot one where it, it's actually you can get a nice warm temperature, you're just 
You know there is a ton of bidet fetishists listening to this right now, <laughs> enjoying it. We just hashtag bidet in something, and they're just like, yes, yes. Suddenly our ratings skyrocketed. <laughs> More downloads than any other episode. No one else is talking about this, but get yourself a bidet fe- uh, attachment. Can, can we come back to the question? Uh, sure. Thanks. Thank you for telling us about bidets. Yeah, I'm just saying, If but look, if you're with someone who doesn't want to use the bidet or... Uh, needs a bidet and you don't have a bidet and they say can we get a bidet and you're like bidet that what's the point of a bidet break up with them any anytime <laughs> there's a bidet that comes between you always side with bidet like never live without your bidet mm-hmm. attachment say it one more time bidet thank you okay so how much time alone do you enjoy you with your bidet <laughs> oh god i knew it i knew that was coming back <laughs> how often do you want to go out with your friends how often do you want to entertain at home Have you discussed how household responsibilities and tasks are meant to be shared? And what kind of home do you want to create together? Like what kind of vibe, what kind of decor? How do you want to use the space? What are acceptable levels of tidiness and cleanliness for each person? I think that this uh, whole thing, the the highlight or the headline is, it's going to be an incredibly tedious conversation. It's going to be so boring. <laughs> You're not going to even want to live with yeah, each this other is, you, by the time it's this over. This sucks. You know, I would suggest um, getting a, uh, like, if you guys are on iPhone or if you, what was the other thing you tried to get me sign, signing up for that I just could not ever note? Ever note. If you're doing one of these uh, types of, um, you know, you can share information do it that way don't ha- don't sit down don't go like let's like, hey let's babe, have a talk let's have a talk like i've made some checklists don't do that do it all in email and stuff like that because this is boring <laughs> like there's <laughs> chores cleaning all that stuff like oh what God. is the point like it's i mean i know the point it's important but it, it is, is but it's boring. boring. You know, the fun conversation is like, how much do we want to have sex? Like, you know, yeah, that's, like, a good that's one. more fun. By the way, never, ever, ever, ever move into with someone or ask them to go steady if you haven't slept beside them. Yes. Because if this person snores and or doesn't know to like stay on their side, you're a furnace. Stay on your side <laughs> of the bed, right? If they don't get that, like if they're like... You keep waking up sweating and because the person has just like sidled right over and you're trying to get off the bed. You can't go over anymore because they're right there. It's like, no, no, you know, or sleep in separate beds. I think they had it right in the like 30s or whatever. I think the separate bedroom thing is not a crazy idea, actually. I mean, I personally uh, think that is crazy. Se- separate bathrooms, though, for Ooh. sure. Yes, one with a bidet attachment. The other person doesn't even need to have one if they don't want. No, but I think, like, I never, I just, I don't want to share that kind of space with somebody ever again if I don't have to. <laughs> I really try, don't. You know what? And I don't, I don't want to bring it, like, I know I'm going on it. Try getting a bidet attachment because you might find that that's I got a squatty it. potty. And How's that, that working? It's wonderful. Mm, see? That was game changing for me. I don't have that, but it, but I've heard, of course, good things. I am curious about it. I did have a stool nearby that I would use. If you have a squatty potty and a bidet, you're never leaving your house again. There's no reason to. No. That's what I'm saying. Um, but uh, yeah, so make sure you sleep beside that person because the last thing you want is to never be able to have a good night's sleep again. Yeah, sleep style is important for mm-hmm. sure. The last thing on the list, and we already talked about it, was the idea of traveling together or even going away together. 
Not everyone has the means to go on a great trip, but yeah. at least like go away on a little road trip. Are you trip. interested in it? Yeah. Because you get you get a homebody in there. Like yeah, if you end up with Joel, yeah, <laughs> you're gonna be. <laughs> and stuck. he's just gonna you're gonna be going like, hey babe, you know, and can we go itchy? And... Can we go to Montreal for the weekend? Montreal, they don't speak English there. That's right. He'll Forget it. Upset. Well, we're gonna drive the whole way. That's like six to eight hours. He'll use words like exotic and embarrass the shit out of you. Check out this exotic poutine, honey. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone likes exotic poutine. Um, Yeah, so I would say make sure you've discussed all of these points or shared them in an Evernote document. And 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 really, in and I say this, the most sincere answer would be don't. Don't move in with someone. Just don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't do it. You you. What are you losing? Ask yourself that before you even. Talk to the other person and they go, if they say, oh, babe, I was thinking we might want to move in together. You go, well, hold that thought. I'll get back to you. Bye. And then run away and just sit down and go, what am I giving up? I, I will not be sleeping alone again. You so know, this is interesting. I will, I will uh, you know, have to, someone, like, is she parking in the garage or am I parking in the garage? Which one? Because I only have a one-car garage. Mm-hmm. So who gets the warm car in the morning or warmer? Um, you know, someone's going to be nagging at me because things are a mess somewhere. And I threw my underwear on the floor again. And they're going to be giving me their opinion about that. Mm-hmm. You know, do I really want that? Or do I want their wet towels on my bed? You know, yep. these are things that you are giving up. Do you want to ever smell their poo? Like you just probably don't. It, it might happen. It will happen. Okay? So really think long and hard. And I think the answer is going to typically come back, it's not worth it. <laughs> this is really interesting right now because I I sort of semi-recently in the last couple of years ended a relationship where I was living with someone for a decade, Mm. like home and family. And I had to like leave it all rather suddenly and unexpectedly and like start from scratch by myself. So that was crazy. Mm. And 10 years in, it's your home. That's a lot. That's a lot. Like we'd been through several homes by that point, but that was home, like that space, those people. Right. And so now I've lived on my own for just over a year, like all by myself in a tiny little apartment. And I have loved that experience. Um, I've become very great with my own solitude. I love having my own space. I love being able to decorate however I want. But now as my relationship is evolving that I'm currently in, we're exploring this idea of like how, when, how is it possible? Do we want that? And I know that I would love that domesticity. I love the idea of sharing home with someone, having a place where like we can have our friends over all the time and share food with the people we love and just have that house that everyone gathers Just at. make sure that he keeps his apartment and then it'll be fine. <laughs> he can move in, but just make sure you can move out in a moment's so notice. Like split. Yeah. <laughs> so that's the key. I mean, exchange. domesticity, more like domesticity, am I right? Domesticity? <laughs> uh, no, I don't. I crave it, but I'm also kind of terrified again. To, you know, like... Step into that space. In your situation, it's a little different than from mine. Um, I've never really lived with somebody. Mm, I was going to ask you that too. So I've avoided it. Um, I've had people that have been around all the time. So it does. It seems not unlike that, mm-hmm. I suppose. But it's not quite the same. It's true. And, um, you know, as you get older, it's probably theoretically more and more difficult to be open like open yourself to that Mm 
Um, no, I'm not saying I'm close to the idea of it. I know I sounded like I was two seconds ago. Yeah. But uh, in real life, you know, it sounds like a nice thing with the right person type mm-hmm. of thing, right? But, um, you know, having my own space for so long and, and having that kind of freedom and utter, utter lonely despair. Um, <laughs> this is a nice place to be lonely. In, yeah, it's a, it, it's not so bad. But um, with you, you have had those experiences. Mm. So you, you're in a sense, it feels like a change is as good as a break after mm. the 10 years. I'm sure there was difficulty. There was tremendous difficulty. Through that transition. Yeah, for sure. At first it was crazy. And But then you're there and you're going, hey, this isn't, this isn't half bad. Yeah. But now you might want that new change is as good as a break thing again. Well, it's not really a break then. It's a no. whole new It's a whole new level. Adventure. <laughs> leveling yeah. up. You're leveling up say. again. Ching. And of course, I come with a child in tow as well, mm. right? So it's not just me. It's like a, a rambunctious, exuberant, super precocious seven-year-old. Precocious? Yeah, he's ridiculous. So like he's a lot of person. And yeah. Whoever ends up living with me is going to be living with him too half the time. So there's like a lot of things to consider. I liked this question a lot because it's sort of topical for me as well. Yeah, it's so great and vague. Um, <laughs> but have so we've answered it. I, we, well, you answered we it. We, well, we I, both okay. have. You, said you know, don't I do and I don't. Someone. You say do it, Stay and these are the and things. Stay alone and wash your ass. And <laughs> I say try, but be sure you've. Really talked about the important things. You're going to be happy with somebody with a filthy ass, <laughs> and I'm going to be here with a squeaky clean butthole <laughs> doing what I want, making as much noise as I could ever possibly want. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay, this question I put in here because I knew you were going to love it so much. Mm. Maybe I shouldn't talk it up so much. So. Uh-oh. Okay, this is the final question in this entire episode that seems to be about leveling up. Go ahead. It's the final question. Are you ready? Mm. How can I ask the person I've been seeing for a year and a half how old they are? Whoa. (laughs) Interesting. Hmm. How is that? (laughs) There is no... Indicator. Like, where do we even begin here? You you wish you could just cut off their leg and count the rings, you know? <laughs> uh, How many times? Hey, we've I been wanted? there. We've been there. We've all been there. Uh, I've never been with someone whose age I did not know. I, I you know, um, try, I don't think, well, these days, of course, in the interwebs, you, if people are being honest, you get the age right there. So you know mm-hmm. how old somebody is. Yeah. Um, but so this person. Uh, they've been must, together for a year and a half. Seems like they've met them organically. She, yeah, in real life. They have no idea how old this person that they're dating is. <laughs> Does it matter? Does it matter? Does I guess it, it probably it doesn't matter? if they're both of legal age, yeah, which presumably right. they are. Yeah. It doesn't matter. But I was wondering if maybe it's a scenario where it's gone so long without being discussed that now it's embarrassing to even bring yeah, it up. Yeah, exactly. It's like, how can I ask my spouse what his name is? <laughs> <laughs> I've always just called him Mr. Smith. Now it's getting embarrassing because we've been married for five years and we have two children. <laughs> Mr. Smith, can you get a... You know, now I've started calling him just daddy. <laughs> Go bring that to daddy. It's not so bad, is it? Yeah. Like oh, that. come here, daddy. You know. <laughs> come here, daddy. You don't know my name, 
do you, Candace? <laughs> what? Oh, of course um, I do. Um, why wouldn't I know your name, Mr. Smith? I I learned your name when I surreptitiously stole your wallet to discover how old you were. <laughs> yeah, the, and that's a great steal. See, this is their steal wallet. their wallet. And <laughs> next thing you know, well, he doesn't have a driver's license. Why not? Because he's too young? Because hmm. that's a problem. Or her. It or could them. be a, we don't know what, uh, who, what, and how. But, um, yeah, where do you find dates of birth? It's not on Facebook. Like, how do you not find... Can you just ask them, though? Can you just say, hey, listen, this is funny that I don't actually know this, but how old are you? I mean, you could. It's it's not going to be prob- probably that big of a deal. Like, what if it is, though? What if he's a very young-looking 94 or she, <laughs> she looks like she's 30? <laughs> you know, I think the, the best way of doing it, probably the only way, is to just be making references. Like, could you measure how far the testicles have descended? That's a good, yeah, (laughs) that's a good way to do it. So we're assuming that this is a a guy that we don't know how old Maybe it's a guy. I don't know. Is it a girl? What's the tells? How saggy are their breasts? Does the labia, do they distend? I think they do a little bit. Yeah, so measure the labes. You can tell by looking at someone's hands sometimes. Right. If they have a young face, they may have grisly old hands. Old but that's hands. not giving you specific ages either. Yeah, yeah. I think, so the, the back to this brilliant idea that I had, which is um, make references. Oh, that's good. I didn't hear so, you say that. Yeah. I was so you got to go like, oh my goodness, Eek the Cat, one of my favorite cartoons. You know, do you even remember Eek the Cat? No. A little lesser, well, I think it was pretty popular in the 90s, but definitely a 90s cartoon. So they'll be like, I've never heard of Eek the Cat. Why? You weren't? And then maybe you could even pull up Eek the Cat. You can be like, oh, nice. But I'm for sure older than you, and I don't know what that is. Well, maybe I was younger. Yeah, when watching you were. cartoons. Right. In the so 90s. I could be like, well, it came out in 1993. How old were you then again? Mm-hmm. You know? I see. I'd be like, oh, yeah, I was too old to be watching cartoons. Do at you that remember point. Hiroshima? Is that the, but the bomb went off? Yes. Well, I don't... Pearl Harbor? Where were you during Pearl Harbor? Those are things that I... (laughs) No, where? Why? (laughs) I didn't... What? I had nothing to do with it. Why does everyone keep... Doesn't everyone remember where they were when JFK was shot? If they were alive. (laughs) It was an egg. (laughs) (laughs) Where were you? Were, Were you near the grassy knoll? It's a, and you could lead that way. You could be like, oh, yeah, you know, it's like that experience where you know exactly where you were in the moment that, and then you could just like pause and let them fill it in with that, whatever historical right. event. They, they go, what are you talking about? <laughs> you go, okay, that's not working. Boy, I, how, yeah, I guess uh, the first Star Wars movie was really important to me because I was not alive yet. How old were you? <laughs> Uh, see if they know how to write cursive. Oh, yeah. Well, be a good test. how young are we talking, this person? <laughs> <laughs> Can you write cursive? Can you uh, scribble words? If they bring out a quill and an inkwell. <laughs> really Actually, scared. I learned calligraphy. <laughs> oh, well, that's different. Can they play a harpsichord? Where were you when Benjamin Franklin released his <laughs> farmer's almanac? <laughs> Who's Benjamin Franklin? <laughs> Benjamin Franklin, he was one of the presidents of the United States. <laughs> but, <laughs> so, you know, the, I think the only thing is to go, um, what, or, or you can um, make a joke of it and say, hmm. um, hey, 
well, look, we're both 24. Yeah. Uh, but that's not that much of you a could, joke. You could get them a horoscope chart for a gift. I was thinking about the horoscope thing because yeah. I'm like... Because then not only do you need to find out exactly how old they are, but also what time they were born. You know what? Like, okay, you could know how old someone is. You know, like they say, oh, I'm 34 or whatever. And I don't know what year of birth that is. No, me Like either. I'd have to do the math. Yeah. So if you go, okay, hey, babe, babe, I was just looking. I know your birthday's, you know, March 23rd. <laughs> So, but, you know, this horoscope is really specific. It actually wants to know the date of birth. What, what year were you born again? Then they just say right? it. And you go, oh, actually, I'm not even doing a horoscope thing because you didn't actually set mm-hmm. up the horoscope. You're just, you were just lying. Yeah. Oh, sorry, my, my phone just died. Um, gotta go, you know. And then, <laughs> Forever, <laughs> maybe, depending on the answer. Yeah. I don't, it's not a deal breaker. I think it's just a matter of like thinking it's preposterous maybe that you've been together with someone that it long is and don't funny. actually know how old they are. But you know, what's weird is that, okay, so how you've been with this person a year and a half, which means you've been there for a birthday. Mm-hmm. What happened that day? Well, not everyone says it's my 40-whatever birthday. Nobody, like no one else is like going on their Facebook wall and going like, Happy. You're 31. Yeah, no, I, don't, I think I you hit a certain age and people don't yeah, do that anymore. Say that. Unless it's a milestone birthday. Ah, In which tricky. case, it is important to know how old your partner is because if it's like a big celebration, right? you, you uh, need to be. You'd think that people would be somewhat. Uh, you, you, I feel like it would just come out. Um, do you think maybe there's like, a larger communication problem at play here? Or do you think this is just like a fluky little it's thing? It's got to be just a weird... And hey, maybe that person is very sensitive about their age. Maybe. Like, I would rather not anyone ever know how old I am. Same. Because I feel I am a lot younger in every way than Same. I lo- you know, am uh, by number. And uh, so I, I, I would love to be that guy or girl in that scenario where no one they knows. don't know. And, you know, you don't deserve to know. So just shut up and stop wondering, you know. <laughs> if you enjoy the person, just and just assume how old they are. Be like, ah, oh, they're probably 27, you know. Or whatever. Or whatever. Okay. But anyway, get over it. It uh, doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But if it does matter, either chart their Zodiac or steal their wallet. <laughs> One of those two options. Or do the reference thing, which... Perfect. Is pretty solid. I think we can actually apply that advice to all three questions tonight. Yeah. Today. Do references. Get references. To decide how or whether to move in with someone. (laughs) Steal their wallet or chart their Zodiac. So um, did you like the remake of Inspector Gadget or the cartoon of Inspector Gadget? Oh, I only like the cartoon. We can move in together. Hooray. I guess we just changed three people's lives again. It's beautiful what we do here. Pretty impressive. Pretty mm-hmm. impressive. If you would like your life changed by us. For the better. For the better. You can send your questions in to us at I do and I don't show at gmail.com and we will keep them anonymous and let you know which episode we answer them in as well. And um, if you want to keep up with the show and you've enjoyed this episode, you want to listen to more episodes, you can subscribe different places, I'm sure. Um, definitely on iTunes, probably other places. Um, you can, uh, just listen to the same podcast episode over and over and over again and until you memorized it and then you can go out and you can perform it like a spoken word piece. Wow. I would love to see that. That'd be interesting. You can also follow us on Instagram at I do and I don't show and on Facebook. We're on both of those platforms 
And uh, but we really want your questions, mm-hmm. and we'd love if you gave us a five star rating on uh, iTunes or uh, or wherever whatever the apps are, or give us a review because we are getting really into reading reviews. Yes, that's one of our uh, mainstays because uh, a lot of the time we're feeling really down and out. Mm-hmm. But Joel reads them on the bidet. I read them on my bidet, and I'm not saying I get off on it. It's it's either the reviews or the bidet. I'm not really sure which <laughs> one. I've either got a review fetish or a bidet fetish. Um, but thanks for listening, and uh, many happy returns of the day. Mm-hmm.